Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 120, 120 of the All Dolphins podcast on this Tuesday, November 7th, as the Miami Dolphins head into their bye week. They had a practice today, and then they're done until next Monday before we do our obligatory spiel with the jersey number. Yeah. This is the part where I thank everybody and do a loud cheer. As we stated our goal of reaching 10,000 subscribers yesterday, we have reached that threshold. And the crowd goes nuts. Listen, not just the crowd, but me. I mean, that was a personal goal for me. Uh, Poop was just like, oh, well, that's a little bit aggressive. And I'm like, bro, who out there is out here dealing the black, the the, the blue magic like we are? Do Do you know that reference? No, you were you're about to say black magic or the, the, no. no, it's it's blue magic. Okay, black magic it's, is voodoo, right? Isn't black magic? Yeah, voodoo? black magic is voodoo. Okay. Blue magic is from the movie American Gangster. Did you ever see that a movie American Gangster with Denzel Washington? I wanted to see it many, many times, and I think I was always stopped by the length of the movie, if I recall correctly. Oh, very, you definitely have you definitely have to watch it this weekend. Okay. Um no, I'm no, no, no. Family trip this weekend, not watching it this weekend. Uh, okay, all right. All weekend, but it's 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 basically about drug trade and blue magic is basically. I forget the characters, but Denzel Washington plays a, a famous American gangster um, who who basically took over the drug trade in America um, and did it by going directly to Cambodia or wherever and getting his drugs and bringing it directly to the U.S. and cutting out the Italians and and everybody. And, sure that went over well. Huh? I'm sure that went over very well. Yeah, it didn't go over very well and cut out the police. And and but but bottom line is he gave the rawest, most potent product that any junkie on the street, when they when they got a little taste of it, it was far superior to everything else out there on the market. And I'm not disrespecting any other podcast that is out there because I love Dougie. I'm, I'll actually be joining Dougie, Dougie Do Wrong on Thursday. I love reasons. You're I kidding, actually. You're cheating on me again. Nice. You, you, you know who I am. I partnered with a slush. You're, no, you're my number, but you're my number one. Hey, I'm your boo. You, 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 no, you're my bottom. 
That's what it is. You're my bottom. Oh, okay? no, no, yeah, don't say it like that. I don't, <laughs> yeah, no, no, don't, don't say it like that. <laughs> but the, the, the whole point is there's no supplier giving you daily stuff from actually being at practice and actually being in the locker room and actually having contacts with agents and players and executives. What other podcasts? centered on the dolphins is doing that and this is no disrespect to anybody else because i think everybody does a great job in what their lane is um, or or and i will add this i will toot my own horn because nobody else is going to do it so i'll do it myself or have somebody who's covered the team for now 34 years full time in fact i was noticing this that friday will be the 38th anniversary of the first dolphins game i ever covered November 10th, 1985 at the Orange Bowl, Dolphins Jets won 21-17 on a last-minute 50-yard touchdown pass from Dan Marino to Mark Duper. His first came back after missing like eight weeks with a broken hand. And this was back in the days. I think you may not have might even have known this in your journalism career, Omar, but back in the day, every newspaper assigned four or five people to cover a game, including some whose sole responsibility was to cover the visiting team. And my I, and my duty, I was covering teams back in those days. Okay, well, it my my duty that day was the Jets locker room, which was not a happy place after they lost that game. I, uh, yeah, it, it listened. My my my, I go back to the days of 1998. Um, I don't know what my first Dolphins locker room was or Dolphins experience was. It was an internship in. Oh, yeah. I, I tell the story all the time, but nobody cares about that story. No, really. we don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, uh, we care about, we it, care about, about blue coloring and, and, and dope. And you mentioned that, it brings me to Breaking Bad, which also had blue coloring, and their product was... Exactly. What, what did they call their product? I have no idea. Heisenberg or something like that? Well, Heisenberg was the one who made it. Yes, um, yes, yes. But yeah, that I forget what their product was called. You guys in the comments, you let us know what their product was called. But that's what I'm telling you, Poop, we got. We got it. And right now, we just need to make sure that people know where they can come and get that good stuff. Tap it right into your veins. Right. Um, and today on All Dolphins, we will be here all by week, by the way. All by week. We're not abandoning you. We're not leaving you. Um, Poop is going on vacation. I'm making him bring his computer. No. <laughs> or, but, or, or we're taping stuff in advance. One, one of the yeah. Two. I mean, we we we've got Devon Best coming up. I'm working on a couple of other things um, special for you guys that that will give you some episodes um, from us. But let's talk about today's one and only practice of bye week. Hold on, I haven't done the jersey number. Come on. All right, number twenty. There are some, yeah, there's some people who would be like, oh, good, they're not doing it. And there are others who actually like it. So number 20, and I don't know where we started doing it when we did the first go around. Obviously, the, the best to wear number 20 is probably Rashad Jones. It, I'd, be, I'd be remiss not to give a shout out to Larry Seipel, who is one of those people who was a former Dolphin player, as well as a former Dolphin assistant coach, who also had one of the biggest plays in the playoffs during the 1972 perfect season run which was a fake punt in the AFC Championship game against the Pittsburgh Steelers at a time when the Dolphins were dormant offensively, and it kind of provided a spark, and they went on to win 21-17 in Pittsburgh. And for those younger people who are like, well, what do you mean in Pittsburgh, Dolphins were 14-0? and Back then, 
the championship games for each conference were done on a in a divisional rotation basis. So even though the Dolphins were 14 and 0, they had to go on the road for the AFC title game. Interesting, but I don't think you gave Rashad Jones enough love. Where would you rank Rashad Jones in the era of players who've played in the last 20 years? Well, 20 years would be 2003. The uh, the problem with that is again, the, he, all of his career is in is in that era. Whereas Zach Thomas, for example, is ninety six. Does that eliminate ninety six? But, but 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 we if he played in ninety six, he's in there. Let let let's let's just stack. Well, that's more than twenty years. Um, oh, oh, he's not in there. I guess so. Well, he's but not he in played, that era. But he played through two thousand six. He played through two thousand and seven. So yes, he's in the era. Okay. Well, Zach Thomas certainly would would. Zach Thomas, JT, JT, Cameron uh, Wake, Cameron Wake, Brent Grimes. Would you put Brent Grimes ahead of, ahead of uh, Rashad? He was better, even though it was a very brief. It was only three years, but he was. I mean, Brent Grimes was phenomenal, and I and I say that not to be patronizing because I know you know you're tight with Miko and all that. I mean, he was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I'd put X X over over Rashad Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we might get to a point where, yeah, we start thinking about Rashad Jones. Pouncey, any of the offensive line? Oh, yeah, sorry, we're talking about just uh, – he's on a par. Rashad Jones, Mike Pouncey were on a par, I would say. But would and you I, put Rashad over Pouncey or under Pouncey? I said they're on a par, bro. They're like this. Okay. Uh, I'm telling you to pick one. Okay, Pouncey's a little bit higher. Sorry. Pouncey's oh, higher. Oh, oh, yes, okay. sir. You made me choose. All right. Yeah, I, I think Rashad Jones has a very underrated career with the Miami Dolphins. His entire career as a fifth-round pick, I believe it was fifth. Was it fifth or sixth? Fifth. Okay. Entire career as a fifth-round pick was pretty much phenomenal. The statistics cannot be denied. Um, the, the fact that Chris Greer, that was a Chris Greer selection. And let me tell a story because I know you guys love story times. Okay. We should have a graphic that says story time. Go ahead. All right. You know when we start doing graphics and, and music, stuff gets a little funny. So like, let I me... said, like I said, absolutely no graphics. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, so um, Chris Greer, Rashad Jones is a Chris Greer find. And this was back in the day when Chris Greer was just, I believe, a director. I can't remember if he was college scouting director or if he was pro player personnel director. Went to Georgia. Rashad Jones talks to Mark Richt, does a very in-depth, thorough background on Rashad, who's a tremendous playmaker, but a lot of people are a little bit concerned about his character and his personality and his issues. And Rashad is arrogant, and Rashad tells basically Chris Greer that, hey, I'm going to be gone in the second round, and you know, you guys aren't going to be able to get me. And Chris Greer basically says, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, Rashad, you're going to be there in the fifth round on the third day, and we're going to take you. And we're going to take you because we believe in you, and we're going to take you because we want to invest in you, and we're going to make you be the player that you have the potential to be. Because Rashad was a playmaker, but he didn't always do things the right way. And he didn't get great reviews. Huh? A freelancer. Yeah, and he didn't always get great reviews from a character standpoint from his college. So that's a lot of times why players fall. And Rashad spent his entire career wondering why he fell in the draft. And Chris Greer was like, no, he didn't. 
because I told him. I told him why he fell in the draft. And and so that was one of the guys that Chris Greer banged the table for early in his career. And it's probably maybe the selection that is the reason why he's the general manager of the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, that makes sense. No, no, that I mean they nailed they nailed the crap out of that pick. Yeah. 2010 through Frankfurt out of Georgia. And then yeah, and and the entire time he was in Miami, there was always that when you talk to him, there was always that I need to get somebody, people give me my respect. People give me my respect. Like that was major with him more Absolutely. so. Than- yeah, and, and I still advocate and fight for that on Rashad's behalf because people don't give him that respect. This respect that people give Javon Holland right now. Oh, wow. You're going right to write it this minute right now about Javon Holland is the best safety in the NFL. Did they ever give Rashad Jones that respect? No, 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 no. Player-wise, player, pound for pound, player for player, and I know Javon is still early in his career. Rashad didn't really blow up and take off until maybe his fourth season. But pound for pound, bro, it ain't even close in terms of impactful plays. Not even close. You're preaching to the choir here. I'm I'm completely with you. And I know know we've been called – haters for this and for many other things actually but yeah no and it's nothing nothing personal not 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 hating on the guy um to me and to omar i don't want to speak for you but i think his reputation right now supersedes is actually his accomplishments on the field not to say hopefully hopefully we are proven wrong and hopefully he continues to turn up the volume but ultimately i look at it from the standpoint if, if javon holland doesn't have three interceptions this season why is he an elite cornerback? Why is he an elite safety? I mean, uh, let's let's show me the elite play. Show it to me, please. All these pro football focused people, bring provide me a break. Baldy did one game. Baldy did one game um, where he had two forced fumbles. Okay, show me the season breakdown. Show it to me. Bring bring it up. But anyway, this is not a Javon. I like Javon. I think he's a good player. I think he's going to be trending upwards. He's going to be shaking down the franchise for a new deal this offseason. Um, the question is, if you're the – think? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I know you But here's my thing is under normal circumstances, I, I think he'd have a lot more – a lot easier time getting any sort of movement on this as opposed to next offseason when the Dolphins have so many players. No. Yo, you get your money now when you can get it. And I that's, not what, that's not what I said. I, I said that I think Chris Greer is going to be a hell of a lot less receptive next offseason. We got so many things on his plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, that, that, I, uh, just because he's not receptive, that doesn't mean he has to, he had, doesn't have to back down. I mean, Javon Holland's going to be a second round pick who doesn't get playing time escalators. And that's what people don't understand. When you're a second round pick, you don't get playing time escalators. So at one point, Durham Smite, who was drafted two rounds lower than Mike Gesicki, was making more money than Mike Gesicki because he was getting playing time escalators. He was making nearly twice as much as Mike Gesicki before Mike Gesicki got the franchise tag. This is just the dynamics of the NFL. So Javon Holland's going to be like, where is my money? And just like everybody else is going to be like, where is my money? And Chris Greer is going to be like standing, standing out there holding his pockets empty because he's got to give 
this guy $50 million, you figure out which guy that is. He's got to give this guy $20 million, you can figure out which guy that is. He's got to give this guy $10 million, you can figure out which guy that is. He's got to give this guy, you know, $9 million, you can figure out which guy. No, you can't. But listen. I'm still trying to figure out the 50, but that, that's a different story. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> too soon, too soon. Literally, literally too soon. We, we all right, all right. 47, 47. <laughs> um, so... This is this is this is going to be a very interesting off season. But as as I continue to say, the credit card bill comes later. You might as well ride it out right now. Ride it out, um, and enjoy the second half of the season. When the season is over, whenever that is, uh, the credit card bill is due. And honestly, let's be real about it. Steve Ross is just going to pull out another credit card and says, "Hey." Put the balance on this one. Let's let's let it ride. Let's figure it out a way to make it let, let it ride. Um, yeah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get cheap all of us in that 84 years old. If he wasn't cheap at 83, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be a very very interesting off season, and we'll finally be able to test how good Brandon Shore is at his job. I'll yeah, leave he's it. Gonna have to do some major gymnastics. He better like limber up. Um, as we mentioned long time ago, before we got sidetracked into, into many different rails, there was a practice today. It wasn't really much of a practice. It was a bi-week practice, a bi-rule. It was calisthenics. Pretty Well, I think there was a little walkthrough as well, which is why we were shoo-shooed away after the calisthenics. Um, by so, Just to set the record straight and the facts out there, by rule per the collective bargaining agreement, the players have to have four consecutive days off during the bi-week. And unless there's a Thursday night game involved the following week, those four days are going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mike McDaniel extended it, gave him Wednesday off as well. So, uh, and it's a very light practice. And anybody who's got any kind of little inkling of a physical ailment or an injury ain't practicing on a, in a bi-week practice. So because of that, the list of players we did not see out there, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Chase Claypool, Braxton Berrios, Durham Smythe, 
Alec Ingle, Raheem Mostert, Robert Hunt, Robert Jones, Teron Armstead, Xavier Howard, David Long Jr. I believe also, that's the entire list. Go by ahead. the way, um, I know most people didn't catch this, but I saw Jalen Phillips leaving the locker room with his left foot in a boot. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't want to over panic because, you know, it could just be an ankle thing. Um, but saw it with oh, my own no. Very, um, very nice. You know what I did notice in the locker room? Actually, I pointed out to you. NFL Films crew members chatting up players, setting mm-hmm. the stage, mm-hmm. I guess getting to know the chit-chat, getting to know the players, and basically probably you're learning them. We're going to be up in your grill when you come back from the bye because that's when the filming starts. No, they need, they need to get into their homes now. They need to see their off-season lives. They need to use people to start to tell personal stories and – you know, those, uh, yeah, those who would be willing to, to... yeah, see who's be who'd be willing, and 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 I I have my list of suspects, um, that does not feature Tua Tonga Valo, um, that that are yeah. going to be prominently featured. You could expect Jalen Ramsey. You could expect Bradley Chubb. You probably can expect Jalen Phillips. You certainly can expect Christian Wilkins. You 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 can certainly expect Raheem Mostert. And you know, you're, you're leaving out that. That you could expect, Mister Tyreek Hill. I was gonna say you're you're yeah you're 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 leaving out the most obvious right there. Although wait a second, isn't he a little bit camera shy and doesn't want doesn't really want a whole lot of publicity put himself out there? No, no, he wants his cameras. And I'm his joking. Crew. I'm joking. No, no, no. no. I, I I think there's some validity to that because Tyreek is is the smart player in this era who believes. I don't need the media. I could tell my own story, my own tale, my own narrative. And it needs to be said, consider I've, I've been in the podcast space. I'm pretty sure his podcast might make $700,000 a year. So if you could do that and you being your own media, you can make $700,000 a year. We're not, we're you, not there yet, right, Omar? No, no, we're not there yet. We're not, we're not, even, we're not even close to there yet. In my dreams, yes. Um, but seven dollars maybe, but not seven hundred thousand. <laughs> so just knowing where he is and his sponsorships, he's got some sponsorships that I I know and I know how much they pay. And you know, I, I ain't counting your pockets, Tyreek, because your pockets is good, and I'm sure he's not even doing that for the money. So let let's put that on. He's doing that because so many athletes and I support them and I advocated for them and I helped a lot of them and and you know. It's about controlling your own media space and controlling your own brand. And Tyreek is doing a phenomenal job of that. Jalen Ramsley also, which is partly why he was he was upset that it leaked out that he was making his return against New England. Because yep. he wanted to tell the story. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure he'll be using the bye week and hard knocks to do that. No, correct. Um, no, and that, yeah, and that's the way of the world in 2023. And this, I mean, you wind up like... News stories being or, or stories or newspaper stories or whatever being written off people's podcasts, athletes' podcasts, or league-owned or league-affiliated networks, you know, getting fed the scoops. Um, we mentioned the player role at practice today, and if you noticed, that's four wide receivers who were missing mm-hmm. out of six on the active roster. Mm-hmm. And Coach Mike McDaniel said before practice, River Craycraft has not experienced any setback, kind of hinted, suggested 
he's about to get activated. Having said that, there are also a couple of different faces in the locker room. Were there not, Omar? Yes, they were. They were wide receivers who were there to have a tryout with the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, something is percolating. What that means, we don't know. Um, it, there's going to be some movement, and there is some concern. Um, I continue to be concerned about Tyreek Hill, and even though he isn't wasn't on the injury report last week, just my history of knowing receivers, hip is something that doesn't get better. It just progressively gets worse, and I'm not using that as an excuse for what happened or how he played or anything like that. But I'm just I'm just a little bit concerned, and I know cheetahs don't get hurt, I know, but I'm pretty sure Tyreek Hill will be spending this week in a Cairo chamber, um, getting needled and and acupuncture and massage and chirotherapy and and free the freeze therapy. You 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 have no idea what these athletes go through. Um, just to ensure that they can play a 17-game season. And even Tyreek on his podcast, it needs to be said last week, he said that a guy comes in, he flies a guy in every Monday to basically beat up his body. And that's what helps him get ready for game day. And I'm like, I'm dying to see. Come on, come on, it needs to be said, crew. Y'all got to show me that process. You got a YouTube channel? Hook a brother up. I want to see Tyreek get beat up. Um, by, 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 by the guy who's the body guy. And, and even when I was doing podcasts with I am athlete, one of the more fascinating things that I ever discovered was what an athlete physically has to go through and all the things that they have to go through in order to make it to game days. Mm -hmm. And majority of the time, most athletes got two, if not three massages during the week. And sometimes they would fly their masseuse in, and this isn't any on any Deshaun Watson tip. You know, this is this is th these are people that they believe and trust that know their body and take care of their body. I got I got a girl Tina in Chinatown. You know, I could give you the number if you want. And Tina knows my body, and she could walk on my back, and she knows the right points to pressure, and she you know. So these guys have these people. They've got chiropractors they've got you know I, I i know great chiropractor here in south florida that that deals with a lot of dolphins players he treated me um so chefs, chefs. oh yeah 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 chefs. Chefs. but but this is actually the week where if they have an opportunity um and i would strongly encourage to all players get away go to the bahamas enjoy yourself take a break mentally mentally remove yourself from the nfl space and if you don't do that, you're probably making a mistake. But be responsible. And since we mentioned Tyreek, you know I'm not letting this podcast come and go without doing doing one of these. Chad Johnson, Chad Johnson today on the podcast, on, on a podcast, I believe, with, with Shannon Sharp, said what, Omar? Yeah, their podcast, um, Chad did not want to be with I Am Athlete anymore and eventually found um, a home and a partner that he can trust and joined Club Shay Shay. And they do a nightly chat. And in their nightly chat, um, and I love Chad. Chad is like family to me. And you know Chad is a big, big-time Dolphin fan. Um, in their nightly chat, he basically said Tyreek put too much into that game. And he didn't play at the level that he should have because – Nerves were probably a factor and talk from experience about having been there and done that and 
and know what it's like. Now, the question is, is Pupar patting himself on the back because he was right when he said it on Sunday? And the answer is yes, yes. yes. Because Poop said it, and I poo-pooed it. Um, I was just like, Tyreek's played in a lot of big games. Tyreek's played in multiple Super Bowls. But here's – no, and I I agree with you. But if you listen to everything he said, and he did a whole bunch of interviews – Including one with Michael Irvin that showed before the before the game, and the way he was talking about the game, and I made that comment to you, like, and and you said yesterday, like, the, the Chiefs are an old girlfriend, and it's like, yeah, the, the Chiefs are an old girlfriend that Tyreek is still massively pining for. Uh, he's happy in Miami, he's the man, and he got paid, but it was like it's, and this is I, I've been in this business a really really long time. So I'm very familiar with guys going back to face their former team. I don't know that I recall a player who, without necessarily saying so, made as much of a big deal about facing his former team without, without, without again, publicly throwing it out there. I mean, you could tell before the game, it was huge. It was so significant and highly emotional for Tyreek to play against the Chiefs. Okay. Um, and and he's got love for that organization. Oh, absolutely. Just be just because you're divorced from something or someone, that doesn't necessarily mean that you don't love them. That just means that you're not meant to be together. And hopefully, you know, you move on with your life and you're happy with how you moved on with your life and the experiences that you're having in this new life. Tyreek loves being the center of attention here. Tyreek is LeBron James here. And in Kansas City, he would have been Chris Bosh. And behind Patrick Mahomes and behind Travis Kelsey, he was always Chris Bosh, would have never been anything more than Chris Bosh. And he wanted to be LeBron James. It's much like James Harden. When he was in Oklahoma City. Oh, God. Does Stop. that mean Tyreek's going to dribble the ball for, for, for nine-tenths of the shot clock and then... Hey, James was MVP, right? Foul? Sorry? James was an MVP, right? No, no, but he, I, I, I can't with him. Anyway, um, <laughs> what was I going to say? No, I, and, and yes, you make a good point because part of the issue with Tyreek, it was 95% the money and then maybe 5%, he wanted more targets. And... I think more than 5%. I think 10%. And I think yeah. and and I think another 10% is he wanted to be the man. And another 10% is he wanted to get out of Kansas City and actually live someplace where he enjoyed. No offense to Kansas City fans or or people or or, barbecue. Those, who, or, or those who enjoy the Midwest. I'm sorry. It's 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 November 7th. I'm wearing shorts and slip flip-flops. Come on, people, let me live. It's sunny out here. That's fair. That's fair. Um, um so you know, Tyreek loves the Chiefs. The Chiefs are are still, he still has love for them. Yes, he does. And he's never hidden that. But just because you love somebody, that doesn't mean that it's healthy for you to be with them. And Tyreek is happy where he is. So did he want to have a good performance with his old, old flame, against his old flame? Yeah, he wanted to and- show up. He wanted to show up and he wanted to have a beautiful girl on his arm. 
and, right. and, and, and let him jacked. know. He was too jacked for it. That's the problem. What did you say? He said he was a little too jacked for it. Ch- Ch- Chad said he was a little too jacked for it, right? No, I said he was a little too jacked for okay, it. Okay, what did Tyreek say? They have to be better to beat these teams. And they do. And he is he contributed to the loss. I would have been proud of Tyreek if he said, I'm responsible for this loss. No, Tyreek said, and on the contrary, he said, I thought I played very well, which which kind of like, really, you did? Okay. I, I would have loved to have heard him say, I'm responsible for this loss, yeah, even no. though he's not. But even if Tua wasn't responsible for the loss, you think he would have taken, taken it? But but there's no point in anybody saying we lost. That's my fault. I I don't I don't particularly care for that. If you it's gratuitous, no. If it's gratuitous, if I it's very, it. if if it's very obvious that there's one play that costs you the game, and you're the one who's responsible for the bad play, sure, go for it. I um, need it. I need it. See, I, I I don't. It's too much. I and I go back. Those of you who are old enough, Dolphin fans, this is a little before you. And and I've told you about this press conference. It's before you you were on the beat. In 2002, Dolphins were five and one. Jay Fiedler hurt a thumb in a Sunday night win against the Denver Broncos. Ray Lucas, who was his backup, was a good backup, started for him the next Sunday against Buffalo in Miami and had a really brutal performance. And then he proceeded to beat himself up in a press conference like I've never seen. I have never seen a player beat himself up like that to the point where it was like, no, dude. Dude, it's a team game. You you had you had a bad outing, but and it and it was too much. And if ever somebody needed to do that, okay, fine. Because he he if you're gonna point the the blame at, at any player, that was it. But I mean, football is the ultimate game. Unless it's again against somebody who's clear cut, blew the game for you. I don't see a great need in saying, yeah, it's my fault. I, I you know I messed it up. <laughs> oh God, you're just making me remember the. Uh... Philip Merling incident um, with the in the Green Bay loss with Joe Philbin, where basically uh, Aaron. No, no, you mean talking about Philip Wheeler? Philip Wheeler, yeah, Philip Wheeler, wow. where 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 Aaron Rodgers like sees Philip Wheeler out there covering a tight end. They David Martin, it, huh? What do you say? David Martin, yeah. And and they basically call a timeout, and then it, they put him back in there to cover the tight end, and then he scores on Philip Wheeler, and literally he Philip Wheeler costs his team the the, the win, and we go into the locker room. <laughs> this is this is this is truly one of my favorite stories ever uh, covering the Dolphins. We go into the locker room, and there's about fifty media members huddled around Philip Wheeler, and. We're all blaming him and ready to say, why did you cost your team that game? And Philip Wheeler looks at us and he goes, you guys know who I am. You know what I can't do. You know what role I fill. Why was I out there? And we all looked at each other like, He's not wrong. Yeah, he's not go wrong. Ahead. <laughs> go ahead, pound on him after he says that. You couldn't anymore. Yeah, yeah. He's like, it, it, we're all like, we're all like, he's actually not wrong. <laughs> it's like this guy couldn't cover a tight end to save his life. Why was he in position to cover a tight end, especially after a timeout? Like what? 
But anyway, that was, and, th and then we turned our, our venom in the direction of Joe Philbin. <laughs> and I believe, unless I'm mistaken, I have to double check. I believe that's the game that spawned the famous, got a little queasy quote. <laughs> we we got to check what's the source that got a little queasy. Um, it, yeah. because, here's the thing, because I, I think I remember it was, I think it was, the Dolphins had the ball. They could have killed the clock to win the game. And on second down, I think they may have come close to throwing a pick or whatever. And then on third round, on third down, they got ultra conservative, hunted yeah. the ball away. The Packers come back and scored. And then people on were third out. down. Hold on, third down. No, no. On third down, the Dolphins got very conservative. Yes. Didn't get the first down, punted the ball away. Aaron Rodgers drives the Packers for the win. And after the game, the question to Philbin is, why weren't you a little bit more aggressive? And he talked about, well, on the previous play on second down, and then I got a little bit queasy. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that's that's how the story went. <laughs> is that really the genesis of – I got a little queasy. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. I need some verification, Dolphin fans, so you're going to have to find that instant. You're going to have to find it. I, I need some verification because that is probably the most lasting Joe Philbin quote because I, I don't – I don't remember anything else really lasting about Joe Philbin outside of I got a little queasy. Um, yeah, and then Tony Sperano was the same my first rodeo. Uh, <laughs> my Nick Saban all timer is it is what it is, and until it changes, it'll stay that way. That's like <laughs> I I love that one. Um, well, Cam Cameron's face fail forward fast, or we need we need yeah. to turn to turn those thumbs this way or fail forward fast. Um, uh, what, 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 what was, um, Joe Philbin's? I mean, not, not Joe Philbin. Um, Adam Gase? um yeah, Gase. I remember Adam Gase having like a famous quote that really stood out. Mm -mm. Brian Flores is superstar. <laughs> you know, you know, that's coming up. Superstar. Superstar. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you, what's, what's so funny, Speed? <laughs> That's what? What's so funny, Safid? Oh, Safid, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. Uh, let me let me go back to the, the original point, though. No, I, I didn't want Tyreek to blame himself for, for the loss because, to me, it's not purely on him. I, I wasn't necessarily crazy about when he said, I think I played well because you know, I don't think he played well, but that's just me. Mm -hmm. uh, but going back, and then, again, we, we, we going back to this issue with the wide receivers, Again, something's amiss with the fact that they're they're working out wide receivers at a time when River Quickraft appears on the way back. The one who would concern me is Jalen Waddle, to be honest with you, because he had a knee injury in the game against very early against the Chiefs. In fact, the second play when he was blocking and somebody ran him ran into the back of his leg. He did come back. He didn't. He did finish the game. But those type of things are sometimes you can play with an injury that's not diagnosed at the time. And I certainly hope that's not the case, but he's the one I would be a little bit nervous about. Mm -hmm. But Mike McDaniel says River Craycraft is coming back. They actually still have Eric Uzukama, who's still on the roster. He's out there. Um, Chase Claypool has actually missed practice. He's been battling a leg issue. Don't know exactly what it is, um, but let's hope he heals up and he's still learning how to speak Spanish. So um, it, it's it's I think Mike McDaniel kind of hinted he was a little bit out of his depth uh, on on Sunday against the Chiefs because they were asking him to do a number of things and and uh, no, no habla español uh, in in some, a, a lot of those situations. So if you if you know you know you, if you get it you get it. 
Um, we've been we've been doing 120 podcasts, and, and hopefully you, you're familiar enough to know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, one would hope. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, I've always spoken in code on Twitter, and I'm I'm gonna we're gonna begin doing that on these podcasts as well. So if you get it, you get it. Um, it's it's like a private club. Uh, and and tell you what, we can do this. If you don't get it, indicate that in the comments and. We may or may not. No, well, look at that. Poop wants to Poop wants to help everybody who's not in the cool crowd be cool. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to show I'm a good guy despite. Yeah, I know. Rumors are the contrary. Yeah, I know. You're, 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 you're out here showing love to everybody. I'm, I'm, my, my love meter is gone right now. Um, maybe I'll get it back, but I, I do love you folks. I do love you folks, and I thank you for continuing to support. I'm not gonna cry this time. I thank you for continuing to support us. We're at the 10,000 mark. That's amazing. In fact, we're at 10.1 because of all your support. Um, We would not be here and we would not be doing this if it wasn't for you. As I said, we have special guests coming up this week. I already announced to you Devon Best is coming. I'm working on a couple of more. And on top of that, We, we on top of that, first and ten, which was something that I did with the Sun Sentinel that was very popular. We got them back, and they're here on the All Dolphins podcast. Um, and first, it's already up. Robert Hunt, first and ten. I really hope that you guys enjoy it, appreciate it, like it, share it because it gives it gives Dolphin fans a unique and different look into the players that you follow under the helmet and you get to see their personality. And these are all guys. Cause I don't do first and 10. I only do first and 10 with new players. And unfortunately because of COVID, I have not been able to do first and 10 for three years. And then, you know, I went to go work for a narcissist. So I did not have, there was not in the locker room when we finally returned to the locker room. So thankfully you're going to get an opportunity to learn about guys like Robert Hunt and Andrew Van Ginkle and Raekwon Davis and Cater Kohu. And, you know, we, we, we got them lined up for you and we're going to give them to you all during the bye week, 9 a.m. first and 10. So look for them in the morning and hopefully like, tweet, share. You know how to find our work. It's on alldolphins.com where you can find free work. Uh, free, free, free coverage of your your favorite team. Poop. You got anything else you want to share with the people? You just said it so beautifully. I don't know what else I could add. Uh, just, right. just read or just uh, repeat what Omar said. Thanks everyone for watching. We will be back tomorrow, and then the next day, and then the next day, and then the next day, and we'll be here for you. So thank you for watching. Thank you for continuing to support us. Like, share, tweet. You know how to find us. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.